I, I really think you can't overestimate what uh, what happened uh, last night there in the, the center of Amsterdam because it's a, it's a new level of criminality. It's an attack on journalism, obviously. It's an attack on the state. It, it's indeed a kind of uh, Veronica Guerin moment again for uh, the Netherlands. I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Politicians, police and media colleagues in the Netherlands have been horrified by the shooting of famous crime journalist Peter Or de Vries, who was gunned down in Amsterdam on Tuesday night. The journalist has been working as an advisor to Nabil B., the state witness in the Marengo trial, of which the central character is Ridwan Taji, the Dutch-Moroccan organised crime boss whose gang partnered up with Daniel Kinahan's Irish Mafia to flood Europe with cocaine. The shocking shooting has been described as a black day in the Netherlands and an attack on press freedom with ripple effects right into the heart of the foundations of democracy. This morning, I'm talking to Media House Ireland publisher Peter van der Meersch about the daylight shooting in the heart of Amsterdam, the significance of the attack on the Netherlands star journalist and the shadowy gang boss who's brought narco-terrorism to Europe. This is Crime World Extra, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Peter, shortly after you arrived in Dublin when Media House had had uh, taken over independent news and media, I recall you and I having a conversation on the newsroom floor. Uh, a, a lawyer called Dirk Wierstrom had been shot dead in Amsterdam. He was representing a state witness in a big organised crime trial. Um, and we discussed it and how shocking it was and how it was the Netherlands... Veronica Guerin moment and you know it was going to be a turning point etc and two years on here we have an equally horrifying situation has played out on the streets of Amsterdam last night. Yes indeed it's, uh, I think it's indeed a kind of uh, Veronica Guerin moment again for uh, the Netherlands and uh, obviously we don't know yet if uh, Peter de Vries will survive uh, this this horrible attack but uh, uh, you, you have to know Amsterdam to realize what, what, what happened. It was at the Late Seplein. Late Seplein, it's, it's the heart of Amsterdam. It's where, where the theater is. It's where all the tourists are sitting on the terrace. It's really the middle of the city. It's not uh, some, some uh, back street uh, outside in, uh, uh, in, in a small village somewhere in the Netherlands. Uh, and so um, everybody obviously suspect that it has to do with uh, Peter de Vries' involvement with, uh, with Rido uh, Antahi, the, the organized crime boss uh, who is on trial at, uh, at the moment. So uh, probably, once again, it's a very, very stark signal from organized crime to, to basically to our democratic state and, uh, and our, our, our state of law. Yeah, and, and Taji, and we have been speaking to our colleague in the Netherlands, Jan Mayas, about that trial, the Marengo trial, and about Taji. 
Um, he is also suspected of being behind the shooting of that lawyer that we, we spoke about. He, he could be, uh, he, he's probably behind the, the shooting of the lawyer uh, because uh, uh, one of the former mates of uh, Taji, uh, Nabil Bakali in the Netherlands, he's known as Nabil B, um, is the crown witness against him uh, in that uh, the Marengo uh, trial. Uh, um, the brother of uh, Nabil B has been uh, shot, uh, has been murdered. Uh, then indeed, as you said, the lawyer has been uh, uh, murdered. Uh, and now Peter de Vries, who kind of helping uh, the new lawyer of uh, uh, Nabil, uh, uh, has been shot. So everything points in the same direction. And it's, uh, it's a new level of crime in the Netherlands. Uh, uh, um, when, when the brother was shot, it was clearly a signal that everybody, uh, the, the, the brother did not have anything to do with organized crime. He was a, an advertising uh, salesman, uh, a father of two children, I believe, uh, nothing to do with the crime, but he happened to be the brother of the crown witness. So he was shot and the lawyer uh, was shot. So this a couple of years ago, you couldn't imagine in the uh, in the Netherlands. And the fact now that Peter de Vries, who is really the most, he's not only the most well-known uh, crime journalist, he's the most well-known journalist of the Netherlands. He's almost every night on television. Uh, he used to have his own program for 17 years. He got an Emmy Award. Uh, uh, that he is uh, uh, being shot is is more than a signal from, from organized crime, I think. It sure is. And it sort of shocked me on a number of levels, you know, Last, to be honest with you, I felt a bit sick when I heard when I heard it. Um, and you know, seeing the images play out as well in the press conference, I tried to tune into, although my Dutch wouldn't be great. But I see NRC have described him as the most compelling TV personality since the advent of television. He is. He has. He started off, I think, as a journalist in the Telegraph, which is somewhere you've worked yourself. Did you Did you know him personally? I, I knew him personally uh, a little bit because we, when I was in the Netherlands, I, I worked for nine years as editor of NRC in the Netherlands. I uh, was a guest in one of the programs where he uh, obviously also was a guest. And so uh, now and then, uh, before and after the show, we were having a, a drink, uh, nothing more than that. So I, I, I was chatting uh, with him uh, a bit. But he started off as a crime reporter at the Telegraph, as a, as a young uh, young boy. Uh, um, uh, and then after a while, uh, he got his own program, uh, Peter R. De Vries, uh, uh, Crime Reporter, was the program for 17 years. It was on television in the uh, in the Netherlands. Uh, um, he uh, obviously he got and worldwide uh, uh, fame, and definitely also in the United States when he was involved uh, in tra- trying to solve the very famous in 2004, 2005, the very famous uh, disappearance of um, of Natalie Holloway in Aruba, where who probably has been murdered by a by a Dutch guy. He kind of solved uh, that uh, that crime, and he became um, an activist journalist. He became a journalist, but, but also tried to solve crimes and to help families. And uh, um, uh, in that sense, he became a kind of hero for lots of uh, people in the uh, in the Netherlands. Uh, he was very close. Uh, he wrote a, a, a very good book about the abduction of uh, Freddy Heineken, the the former boss of 
the Heineken uh, uh, company, the beer uh, uh, company. There, obviously, um, uh, he uh, he uh, um, uh, got to know very very well Holleder, one of the the the, the most famous uh, criminal guys in the in the Netherlands, uh, who is now behind bars uh, also because of testimony of uh, of uh, Peter de Vries. So in that sense, he's uh, he's almost bigger than life. And people in the Netherlands they love him or they hate him uh, because he's really outspoken, uh, uh, really Dutch uh, uh, character. And in that sense, he's a, he's a kind of television figure in himself. Yeah. And he's travelled to Peru, to Western Australia, to Bangkok, to the US on his on his uh, his uh, television exploits over the past couple of decades, and came back, of course, to his native Amsterdam, where he, I think, became, as you said, there a an advisor for Nabil B in this Marengo trial. Now we just need to point out Nabil B was a member of Ridwan Taji's gang. His own life became under threat and he went to the police and, and turned state witness. Um, his members of his family have nothing to do with crime or, or, or other people, but he certainly was embedded in that group. And on Crime World, we've been following that Marengo process. Uh, Taji, of course, business partner of Daniel Kinahan and extradited from Dubai in 2019, um, he has, Nabil B has in the last month stopped talking. Um, he was to give evidence in that court known as the bunker, where he and 16 of his cohorts are accused of multiple murders, gangland murders. Um, but in the last month, something seems to have occurred with him and he has complained again about his security and various things. But I suppose a lot of that will emerge over the coming days, exactly what's going on. The most important thing for the moment is that I suppose we we send our best wishes to our colleagues in in Amsterdam and to Peter or de Vries family. Um, we hope for a recovery. Maybe we're hoping for a miracle, Peter. I think uh, we all know he's um, he seems to have received a gunshot wound to the head. So uh, horrific and an attack on the state, really, and something that is a measure of narco terrorism. It's, it's as you say, it's an attack on the state. It's a new, I, I really think you can't uh, underestimate uh, or overestimate what uh, what happened uh, last night there in the, the centre of Amsterdam because it's a, it's a new level of uh, criminality. It's an attack on journalism, uh, obviously. It's an attack on the state. It's an attack on, uh, um, in the first place, obviously, on a, on a person, but a person who is standing for, who in, in himself is, uh, is kind of the symbol of the, uh, the fight against uh, crime and journalism about uh, a crime and the ruthlessness at, uh, at in broad daylight to do this in the center of Amsterdam basically brings this to a new, a new level. And that's why I think uh, um, the Netherlands Lands uh, are so shocked, and that's why it's important. Uh, also, because as you say, Nicola, there is there is this link with uh, with Ireland between uh, mm. uh, Taji and and the Kennegans, and uh, um, so it's clear that uh, that uh, well, it should it should concern us too a murder uh, attack uh, like uh, like like that. Mm. And I think uh, Europe needs to come together in order to construct a, a way to deal with this incoming narco-terrorism because it's it's just getting worse all the time. Peter van der Meers, thank you very much. You're welcome. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. 
Produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. For more podcasts about Ridwan Taji and the Marengo trial, check out our conversations with journalist Jan Mayus on Crime World Extras from episode 30 and episode 22, and my interview with De Telegraph Courts reporter Saskia Bellman on episode 17. If you like the podcast and love true crime, why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe.